Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your regularly scheduled podcast. I am Julio Lopez, your host, as always, and today I will be flying solo with this episode. And I'm sorry I haven't been able to release any episodes lately. I've just been busy and whatnot. So with that out of the way, I am finally going to give everyone my review of Avengers Endgame. And keep in mind that this is going to be a spoiler review. I will be touching on some very, very spoiler-heavy stuff here. So if you haven't seen the movie, which you probably should have by now because it's amazing and it's honestly a really good conclusion to an 11-year service for Marvel Studios. And I honestly think that, you know, it's one thing that you shouldn't sit out on in this generation. It's like this generation's Star Wars. But without further ado, let's get into it. So spoiler warning in 5, 4, 3, 2... And one. Alright, so right off the bat, the movie opens up from basically where we were left off in Infinity War, you know. The Avengers are beaten, they're just, they know that they lost, and they know that they just want to have, you know, they just want their revenge on Thanos and whatnot. And, of course, everything that we saw in the trailers, most of the footage that we've seen was just only in, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie and whatnot. But... I just honestly think that, you know, the first, what they showed in the trailers, there was some stuff that I actually liked in the trailers that I wish they could have kept in the movie, but they kind of edited it out, and in some instances, actually, there's just some scenes that were completely changed, actually. Um, So, starting with that, the movie starts off, you know, they're beaten, and so then Captain Marvel shows up, and they're all just like, you know, well, we gotta make a plan, you know. They do make a plan because Tony Stark did come back, just letting everyone know. You know he comes back from the ship, uh, Captain Marvel saves him and whatnot. And and then, so, basically, they go and they try to stop Thanos, only to find out that the Infinity Gauntlet was destroyed along with the Infinity Stones. And Thanos, it was om- he's, like, just weak. He's almost dead. And then, you know, Thor cuts his head off, which was awesome, honestly. But... You know, that was some that was just one of the many things that I liked about the movie, especially the five year gap between Infinity War and Endgame that happened after the beginning. And honestly, I just loved how everything was just different, you know. It's it's something that you wouldn't really see and something that you will never expect, such as um Bruce Banner and the Hulk becoming just one person and that's Professor Hulk and gotta say it did look a little bit weird to just see a green mark ruffalo that's really huge but it was honestly pretty funny also to just see you know him making tacos and then just nebula just becomes a dick and just blows the taco out of ant-man's hand i honestly thought that was pretty funny though but on the topic of ant-man yeah apparently what gave him the idea to go back in time was because how time travel worked in the movie was five years only felt like five hours for ant-man and also, this is kind of not really canon, but yeah, I think Remy from Ratatouille saves Ant-Man because, you know, a rat basically brings him out of the quantum realm. And honestly, that was pretty funny because everyone was speculating, oh yeah, it's going to be Iron Man or it's going to be Captain Marvel. No, it's going to be Doctor Strange. Nope, it was a rat, which was pretty funny. And in my opinion, you know, a lot of our expectations were just blown and it was honestly pretty pretty fascinating to see, you know, all these characters finally come together inside of a kick-ass movie. But that part doesn't really happen until the end. But we'll get to that later on. <clears throat> so, basically, where I can, I'm not really going to go on about this because you know I'm basically just saying the whole movie at this point. But what I would say Endgame is is it's basically if you look at it from Kill Bill Volume One and Kill Bill Volume Two, 
Infinity Wars Volume 1, you know, it's all the action. It's all, you know, just the badassery in the action. And Endgame, it's a different take on our heroes, you know. It's mostly a, just a character kind of character-to-character moment. And, you know, it just mostly... It, just mostly just has on all these characters just taking on just a task that they couldn't really take on before you know they they don't know what it's like to lose like Thanos says you know he's like I know what it likes to lose but the Avengers every battle that they've had in the MCU they've usually won against Loki against Ultron Hydra no matter what and in this movie it shows that you know what they're pretty pissed off that they're fucking you know that they lost and Whenever they find out that the stones were destroyed and there's nothing that they can do about it, they were just like, you know, what can we do at this point now? Because now that the stones are gone, how else are we going to bring our friends back? Because if you don't recall from Infinity War, Thanos destroyed half the universe. And with that being said, you know, most of the heroes were gone. But in Endgame, it shows that aftermath. And that's what I love about it. It shows like an aftermath of, you know, everyone's just, they're like, you know what? You know, we lost this one time, so, I mean, you know, Thor gets fat. <laughs> that was pretty funny to see how, you know, it's a different take on the character, you know. Everyone's just like, you know, what if we just see different takes on characters? They're always big and muscular. And Thor in this movie, yeah, he was fat. He had a beer belly and he drank a lot. And I honestly thought that was pretty funny. It's a pretty different thing on him. And, you know, like I said, it's just like the Hulk, it kind of looked weird on him at first. But then you just get used to it, and it was pretty good. So... Yeah, what these characters and their development was, I thought was spot on. The acting, especially Robert Downey Jr.'s performance when he's going off on Captain America for him not being there when he needed him. I think that was Robert Downey Jr. like really selling it out and giving it because it was emotional. You know, he's pissed off. He's like, you know what? We lost. And, you know, this is what I was talking about. But um, it was really, really good. Honestly, I really enjoyed this movie from a whole. But at the same time, um, I enjoyed the ending, the kick-ass ending when all the heroes come back and they all just face off against Thanos. I really loved the movie for what it was. But in my opinion, it could have been it could have been better. Like I'm not saying it's bad and I'm saying it is amazing in my opinion, but I feel like Sometimes I can understand what most people are saying, why it's disappointing, but it's not that disappointing, you know? Like, I did want to see a rematch between the Hulk and Thanos. I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see so much other things, but I also understand at the same time, you know, you know, this is the finale, okay? We can't just cram in everything that we've always wanted to see into just the finale because, you know, sometimes it's best to just leave other things out. But this, honestly, this finale that we had... It's like just watching the season finale of um, anything. It's just, you know, the series finale. It's like the last, it's like just the end of this, a series that we've seen. And all these heroes that we've grown to love, you know, um, they either go their separate ways or I know two of them get killed off. And, well, um, the first one being Black Widow, she sacrifices herself for the Soul Stone. And I think that moment could have been a little bit better. But... That's just me, you know. I mean, her death was kind of like, you know, forced, I think. But honestly, Hawkeye, I'd rather her than Hawkeye because Hawkeye, oh my god. I mean, I've always liked Hawkeye in Age of Ultron. I thought he was a pretty good character in that one. But in Endgame, Hawkeye fucking sells it, dude. Like, I'm saying 
like that honestly kind of made me a Hawkeye fan. I mean, I liked Ronan before, you know, he was in Endgame, and I was kind of hoping we was going to see Ronan because that's Hawkeye and the greed take in the comics when he becomes like, you know, a ninja and he's like slaughtering people. And we got to see that in Endgame, but he kind of felt like the Punisher because I know War Machine was saying, oh, yeah, he's going on to the Mexican, he's taking on the Mexican cartel. And the way he's leaving them is like, I don't even want to talk to him. And it's pretty funny because. You know, that's kind of the character that Ronan was in the comics. He was just this dark, gritty person. But I I really liked how they um, interpreted him inside of Endgame. You know, in the comics, it was his family being murdered. But in Endgame, his family was snapped away. And that was honestly the opening, which I thought was also very heartfelt, especially when he goes back in time to see them again before he gets to, you know, go back. But they were basically just testing out the time travel theory that Ant-Man was talking about. And while well, Tony Stark... You know, he kind of makes something because, you know, he's Tony Stark. And another thing about Tony Stark's arc is I really, really loved how he has a daughter in this movie. Um, And that quote, I love you 3000, it's really, really sweet. Honestly, me and my girlfriend have been saying it to each other, like, ever since the movie came out. And it's really, it's really sweet. I liked how, um, I liked the charisma between Tony Stark and Morgan Stark, his daughter. I liked the, um charisma between him and pepper Potts in the movie especially when he makes a iron man suit for her and for those of you who do not know the iron man suit is called rescue and in the comics is when pepper Potts takes on the mantle of iron man for a little bit but she didn't really have any weapons in the comics but in this movie she does have weapons in the suit because i mean why the hell not you know you already got her an iron man suit so why not just give her some more weapons you know but um the finale was something that I've always wanted to see ever since Cap nudged Mjolnir inside of Age of Ultron because Cap does indeed pick up Mjolnir and I gotta say that was a kick-ass fucking scene whenever he just beats the shit out of Thanos with it and it was like damn and of course Thanos breaking Cap's shield was honestly a a powerful moment for me too because in Infinity Gauntlet the comic book series uh, that was practically ripped straight from that and you know um cap versus thanos and it just it was just so perfect and it's it's everything that i wanted to see especially when cap just tightens his shield after thanos stabs his arm and that was awesome i gotta say it was gritty but awesome and but also i know i mentioned before that thor does indeed kill thanos in the beginning but what happens what ends up happening is they go back in time to try to get the stones before thanos gets a hold of them and Basically, Nebula, I guess, past Nebula, has a future Nebula's memory for some strange reason that happens. And then Thanos finds out. And then Thanos then goes to the present day in which the endgame was set in. And then that's when Thanos was, like, being a fucking dick. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy destroying your planet. And it was like, wow, he sends an army. It has, like, the Outriders and the Chitauri. The Black Order comes back. And it's like... They're all just lined up. And then at that moment, when all of them are ready to destroy Earth, that's when you hear, you know, Captain America's quote from the Winter Soldier being said by Sam Wilson, the Falcon. He says, Cap, on your left. And then Doctor Strange, he makes a whole bunch of portals. All the wizards come out. Black Panther and his awesome Wakandan, um, his awesome Wakandan army comes out. As well as um, Captain Marvel. She makes a pretty badass entrance, too by shooting through Thanos' ship and 
you know, and then everyone just comes together and we have Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's all just awesome. And then they're all lined up about to get ready to fight. And then Cap's like, Avengers, assemble. And then that part was, that part really got me. I remember the theater was going nuts over that part and I loved it a lot. But <clears throat> so, yeah, it was a really good finale and honestly the most the scene that kind of got me crying was well here it is yeah tony stark he passes inside of this movie and it was a really good um it was the way he went out was just really good you know thanos he was about to do the snap again but this time he wanted to destroy all of the universe because it was the past thanos and all he wanted to do was just you know control and control and control but um Basically, he tries to snap, and Tony Stark tries to take the gauntlet from him because Stark did make a Infinity Gauntlet that was a Iron Man version of the Infinity Gauntlet that can hold the stones. So then Hulk basically redo, redoes the snap. That's just a little side note. But yeah, Thanos tries to redo the snap. Stark stops him, gets all the six Infinity Stones, and he just looks badass with them. And then he says, "I am Iron Man," and that was his last words. And so he makes the snap happen, and then boom, Thanos, the Black Order, the Shatari, the Outriders, everything just disappears. It's just quiet. Everything's quiet. Stark doesn't say a word. And Pepper, Spider-Man, and War Machine all come up to him, and they're just like, you're going to live through this. And just some, I'm trying not to tear up here. But um, the saddest part was when his arc reactor slowly just goes out and it was just really 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 sad so then basically his funeral happens and it's another powerful comic book moment because all the heroes are there inside of their you know wedding suit even fucking hulk was in a fucking um funeral suit not wedding suit but um hulk was even wearing a suit and i I don't know i I just kind of found that funny because you know hulk isn't really someone who would wear suits and Unless, you know, it's Joe Fix-It, but that's just a different Hulk. But if I would rank Endgame anywhere in my top five list, I'd say it would probably be a little bit... I'd, I'd say you're probably right behind Infinity War because I don't know why. I just like Infinity War a little bit more than Endgame. But Endgame, but they're both good for their very own reasons. It's like I said before, Infinity War is where all the action is. All like, you know, what you want to see, you're pumped up, you're... Ready to see, you know, action, fists flying, shields flying everywhere, or repulsor blasts, and Doctor Strange is weird bands of Agaroth or whatever. <laughs> but you're ready to see all that. But then Endgame, it's more of an emotional just story. It's just a journey that, you know, you probably would have to watch all the other Marvel movies to, like, you know, feel that strong emotional connection with these characters because. The way they're just just broken, especially Thor the most. You know, Thor, he had everything taken from him. His mother, his father, his sister, his brother, just his entire family, his entire race. And Thor is just like, you know what, I lost and I'm just fucking sick of it. And that's why he just gets his, you know, pudgy fat body. (laughs) And, well, I just thought Thor looked pretty cool. And I'm honestly glad to say that I can finally be Thor for Halloween this year, considering how, you know... Well, yeah, so I finally have a Thor body. Let's just say that. <laughs> but um, 
I really encourage everyone to go watch Endgame. Sadly, there is no end credit scene, but there is a little, just just a little thing. It's not an end credit scene, but as soon as the Marvel Studios logo comes up, you hear just a, just like a ting sound, like some of someone like you know welding something. Not really welding, like just making like I don't know a suit of armor because that's was Iron Man when he first made you know the, his Mark One armor from the first Iron Man movie. And I thought that was a pretty neat nod to Iron Man, you know, from their origin, you know, because that's where if Iron Man 1 wasn't a success, then, well, we probably wouldn't have gotten Endgame. We probably would have gotten another Spider-Man reboot or hell, we probably would have gotten just, I don't know, we probably would have just now had a Captain America movie. (laughs) But honestly, I would say Endgame is indeed one of my top favorites this year. And I do look up, look forward to buying the Infinity Saga set for on blu-ray whenever it does release even though i don't know it's probably going to cost like a fortune but hey it's worth it so but yeah so endgame i would say my score for endgame would probably be an a plus because it's directing it's characters it's action sequences and it's all just perfectly pieced together i really want to thank the russo brothers for making you know a dream my dreams are reality and yeah, like I said, there were some scenes that I could I I really wanted to see. For instance, you know, I kind of wanted to see more of the quantum realm. I kind of wanted to see Hulk's rematch, as well as you know, maybe just maybe this is just me saying this, but maybe a little you know cameo from Wolverine with Hugh Jackman playing as it, you know, just going through the portal. That would have been pretty fucking awesome. I probably would have cried honestly because Hugh Jackman is the superior Wolverine, just like. Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. is always going to be Iron Man and Chris Evans always going to be Captain America and well I don't know I don't know about anyone else but you know so this is all this is all good and this is me saying that you know Endgame is just it's just amazing so it does set up for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Thor will possibly be in Guardians 3 as well as I heard just recently Beta Ray Bill is actually going to be in it, but that's a topic for another video. But as I was saying, so if you haven't seen Endgame, go watch it. I mean, if you did, then hey, you're one of the many people who saw it and are immune to spoilers. So yeah, but this is Julio and I am signing out and thank you all for listening today.